Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, Power Source. Our text, 1 Corinthians 2, 12-14. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. I like to watch the Weather Channel. I I don't know if you do, but I'm fascinated by the power of storms. We've had a number of pretty incredible storms on the eastern seaboard this particular fall, and uh, they've caused a lot of death and great damage, but they give us a great respect of nature. And more importantly, storms give us a respect of God, because God is the creator and God is in control. One of the resources we learn to appreciate after a storm, though, is electricity. Because every time one of these huge storms hit the, the coast, there are thousands or hundreds of thousands of people who lose their power. Electricity is a fascinating resource that we depend on, though none of us can see it and few of us understand it. All we know is that we can buy the most beautiful, state-of-the-art refrigerator, stainless steel with deli drawers and ice bins and turbo cooling systems. Uh, We can stock it with all the best foods, and nothing, absolutely nothing will work if we don't have electricity. There is a similar situation for people of faith. We can have the most beautiful churches with the greatest music. We can have thousands of members, and it will mean nothing If we don't utilize the power that's been given to us, the power of the Holy Spirit. Just like that state-of-the-art refrigerator with all the bells and whistles that make it the top of the line, every once in a while, it's important for us to check and make sure the spiritual power is on. Every once in a while, as believers, we need to review our power source. I just want to give you a few dynamics of spiritual living. Now, I know you've been a Christian for 100 years and you know everything, and I'm, I'm not trying to imply that you don't. But I, for myself, always want to review my power source. 1 Corinthians 2, we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. You know, spirit can only be known by spirit, God's spirit and Our spirits must be in open communion. The Apostle Paul is trying to reach believers who are struggling to stay focused in a very distracting environment. The church in Corinth is surrounded by corruption and sin, and Christians are feeling pressure to adapt to the world. So Paul reminds them, you're not of the world, believers. You've been made a new creation in Christ, which means you must no longer live as the world lives. And you are equipped with someone the world doesn't have. 
You have the Holy Spirit. You have a power source for living the life that God has called you to live. A unique, divine, supernatural power source that will give you everything you need to live this spiritual life. Now, you've heard that saying, we are spiritual beings living in a material world. It's not biblical, but it has some truth in it. I think you have to flesh it out a bit. When God breathed into Adam the breath of life, Adam became a living being with a body, a natural man, with a, a consciousness, which is a soul. That's, that's that self-consciousness. And with a God consciousness, and that's the spirit. When Adam sinned, his spirit died. And in the words of, of one of my mentors, though I've never met him, Tony Evans, uh, man's soul, that seat of will, emotions, choices, and decisions, got sick. So sin is the product of a sin-sick soul. The only way for that soul to heal is a rebirth of the spirit. These are Tony Evans's words, which are beautiful, and I don't want to steal them without giving credit to him. We are not spiritual because we do yoga or read self-help books or follow Deepak Chopra. We are spiritual because of the gift of the Holy Spirit. A friend of mine told me recently she went to a retreat to study the Holy Spirit and, and she found the information so complicated that she actually left confused. And I believe it, it can be complex, but I just want to simplify it for you today because that's what helps me. Remember when Jesus met the Samaritan woman at the well and they had this rather involved conversation on worship and Jesus explained something so profound in its simplicity that it's easy to miss it. He said, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. Through the Holy Spirit, God offers us a way to live in joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, and self-control. We really can't do that on our own. The Spirit protects us, teaches us, comforts us, counsels us, encourages us, advocates for us, and empowers us. In other words, everything that we need, the Spirit has for us, but we have to tap in to the Spirit. Our connection and communion with God does not depend on external things. We don't have to be a certain height. We don't have to be a certain economic status. We don't have to be at a certain church. Our communion with God is in the spiritual realm. And therein lies the rub. Our spirits sometimes are hampered because of our sin-sick souls. You see, as spiritual people, we have to fight that natural element that's always there. And that's where the rubber meets the road. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener-supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on Giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on Giving. Thank you. God bless you. Who are we as spiritual people? Well, first, here's who we're not. We're not supposed to be natural. Natural people, people who are not spiritually developed, don't appreciate the things of God. They may even become uncomfortable when spiritual subjects come up. Natural people depend on the natural. They don't apprehend the things of God. That means they're not equipped or don't want to be equipped to receive the things of God. God is dead to them, and, and for all intents and purposes, they're dead to God. A spiritual person, however, lives life on a spiritual plane. 
desiring and responding to the Holy Spirit, praying for the Holy Spirit, aware and yielding to the Holy Spirit, filled with and led by the spiritual. Now, that does not make a spiritual person perfect. As a matter of fact, as spiritual people, we still carry, as I said, the old nature of the flesh, and it comes up every once in a while and pulls on us. But we are empowered in an ability to call on the Spirit. That's our source. And it means God is not just a presence in our lives. It means that God is preeminent in our lives. God is the Lord of our lives. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is a spirited church. We have what we call a combined service. We have traditional worship, and that means very liturgical, and we sing hymns that are the history of our church. And we also have contemporary worship. That means that people have hands up in the air and we do praise and worship. We've mixed it because we have all kinds of people. And I would suggest that both worship styles honor the Holy Spirit. It does not necessarily move the same way for everybody. You can have the Spirit in you and it can be a fire raining down from heaven or he can be a gentle summer breeze with a light touch. We don't judge spiritual people by the physical way they interact with the spirit. We don't say that people who like a certain type of music are more spiritual than others. This is an inward thing. When the Holy Spirit is in you, you know. John 16, 13, when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you in all truth. A spiritual person is able to discern the truth of God. She understands right from wrong. Now, there are people who say, you don't need God to know right from wrong, Reverend Liz. Right and wrong are standards that we all know. But think about it a little more. If right and wrong are societal or cultural standards, remember, they can change. Societal standards only go so far. How else can you explain the Holocaust or slavery or racial desegregation? Martin Luther King led a movement that actually broke the standard of that time. There are a lot of issues in Christianity and in our larger society today that have different and opposing opinions. We don't all think alike. Some of them are very difficult for you and me. We have to wrestle with them. But here is what I know. And here's what I can assure you. God is sovereign and God is all that is good. He is spirit and his spirit is truth. And yes, we will have to wrestle with some issues that we have disagreements on. We don't all believe the same things. And some of that truth we may know because we are human. He has stamped the truth in in all our hearts if we are open to finding the truth. But here's the truth. The truth is in God's word. And we have to be able to discern the truth. And we are able, not because of our IQ, not because we live in a red state or a blue state, but through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want you to think about the spirit in your life. And if you are tapped into the power source, uh, a spiritual mind is set to love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. So if you have a love for God that goes on beyond those selfish attitudes that sometimes slow us down and, and make us focus on the wrong things, if you, if you love God 
more than anything, you know it. You will be obedient to his will. You will sing praises to him because that's the spirit in you. And here's another sign. If the spirit is in you, you will hate sin. And and it doesn't mean you're perfect now by any means. But it means that when you sin, you will be you will be repentant. You will be, first of all, guilty that you sinned because the problem comes up when you sin and don't care. But when you sin and you have to fall on your knees and, and pray to God for forgiveness, that is a sign of the Holy Spirit. There are many other signs of the Holy Spirit, and you can read your Bible or talk to your pastor and find them. But here is your real power source, the Spirit of of a living God. So you have to tap into it. And and when you tap into it, you win no matter what happens. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign if you love.